0: Schools here, and uh, Leor Samfuri, your uh, your lawyer, ready to go answering all of your difficult questions, even the easy ones. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We're going to try to uh, shed a little weight off the old employment law inbox today as we get through a bunch of emails. We we'll get to those in uh, in a minute here, but you can always reach out that way and go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. At which point, you'll have free access. Do these Severance calculator, but as I mentioned, our Wednesday show this used to be the the big one, the the, the massive show of the week. It used to be the only show of the week, but now it's uh, surrounded by others. But this is where we get most of our phone calls. But same as every other night, Leo, we always start off with the cases.
1: I, and I still very much remember the days when it was uh, just a Wednesday show, and and we were talking, uh, you know, just uh, once a once a week. But we've since then increased. And we talk to people every day about employment law rights because mm-hmm. employment law rights don't just happen on Wednesday. They happen every day. So it's important that we all understand <laughs> our rights. And that's why we want to talk to you tonight. If you have a show uh, – yeah, I have a show. If you have a question for the show about employment law, if you have an issue with your job, your job security, your boss, your disability – Whatever the issue, whatever the question, let's talk about it and let's have a chat and hopefully solve that problem or at least give you some peace of mind and guidance. And the reason I can give you peace of mind is because of the fact that we actually have really good laws. I've said this before, but so important to remember. We have good laws, and the law, though, can't help you if you don't really know what it is. So I'm here to tell you what it is. But to start us off, case of the day, of course, situation that came across my desk. I spoke with a lady who uh, was injured, not at work, had an injury uh, to her shoulder and was off work on disability for about three months or so and uh, finally was able to come back to work, but with some significant restrictions, you know, in terms of lifting and, uh, uh, and, and you know, uh, putting arms over her head and, and, you know, stuff like that. So so she had a doctor's note she gave to her employer. Her employer says, well, no, no, we want you to get a second opinion. We want you to... Uh, to see a doctor that we're going to hire to tell us if there's another option or if you really need those restrictions. She said, correctly, by the way, no, I, I, don't, I don't want that. Uh, you have my doctor's note. I've seen enough doctors. I don't want to see another doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, her employer then says to her, well, then in that case, uh, then we're going to put you on a temporary layoff until you don't have any more restrictions. Uh, and that's, of course, when she calls me, and she wants to know, well, can my employer do this? Well, of course, the answer is no, 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 absolutely not. This employer did everything wrong. Number one is once she had uh, the doctor's note with her restrictions, that employer had to try to find uh, the accommodation, a job that she can do within those restrictions. They couldn't Mm -hmm. say, no, we don't want to do that. They also can't require her to have a second opinion, an independent medical exam, and they can't punish her for saying no. No. So whatever this employer did here is ultimately can be considered a termination of constructive dismissal. It'd be a human rights violation. It's illegal. So I'm going to get involved here. I'm going to very nicely or maybe not nicely even (laughs) remind this employer of its obligations. I'm going to help her. But I wanted to remind all our listeners here that if you have that doctor's note, remember, that's that's your ace in the hole. That's your powerful tool, that doctor's note that outlines what your restrictions are. Your employer has to find a way to make it work, to comply with it. If they don't, if they do anything to you, they punish you, they don't take you back, they ignore you. Whatever it is, you call me and I'll fix it.
0: Again, that number anytime, guys. We're not doing the show, one 5,900, but the topic of this show is going to be emails tonight, but we always get to your phone calls first. You are the priority. Ian, thanks for uh, jumping off the gun, pal. How are you?
2: Not by yourself, guys?
0: Good. What's on your mind? Just
2: wondering over here. I just started a landscaping company here, and um, the, the employer requires me to do all a bunch of, uh, of uh, safety training courses, which most of them I've done. They're called CORE. And there was only two of them that I still had to do. Am I required to do that? And I'm working long hours, like ten it takes it takes an hour to go to work, hour and a half to go to work, an hour and a half to come back, and about ten hour days, eleven hour days. Do, do I required to do that on my own time? Because they fired me after four days, and I was working. My supervisor loved me, and I I don't understand till the till, till right now. I still don't understand why no one's talking about what, what happened, and they're just keeping hmm. me at bay.
1: So here's the thing. If your employer is saying to you, hey, you need to have this certification before we give you a job, uh, then that's something that you have to do if you want to work for that company. If they say, no, no, we need to provide tr- on-the-job training for you, that has to be done on their time on their dime. So that that's, you know, you understand kind of the difference there. Now, if if they if they let you go because you did have this certification or you know that, that, that core training uh, then they may not owe you anything because they may not be able to, to, to kind of work with you if you don't have that certification but beyond that even after four days there may be some severance owed, potentially a couple of weeks pay so if you want to connect air, we can chat about that but in, for your specific question if it's, if it's certification that you're required to have the job, they can tell you, you get that. And once you get that, then you can come have a job with us.
2: Well, basically, they're lying now because they're saying uh, it's not because of that, because something happened on the job site and my supervisor doesn't understand what's going on. His hands are up in the air and I don't understand what's going on. So basically, they said, we have a 3 months uh, probation period that you signed. We can do whatever we want with anybody.
1: Well, if you signed a document that says that in the first, let's say, three months you're on probation and that they can let you go during that probation without paying you anything, that they're allowed to do that. If you didn't sign something that says that exactly, then they owe you something, even if you only worked there for four days. They could owe you a couple of weeks' pay, actually. So it comes down to what you signed. If you want me to take a look at what you signed, I'm happy to do that and tell you whether or not, in fact, you're owed something.
2: Okay, thank you, Leroy.
0: Thanks, Ian. Appreciate the call, pal, and to reach out to, as you know, one 821 5900 got to take a quick break. John, we see you there. You are up next. Wednesday night edition, Employment Law Show continues. And welcome back, indeed. Uh, let's get to our first email, pal. Jordan is, uh, is up. He says, Leora, for the past three years, my company has accommodated my medical restrictions by allowing me to work an afternoon shift rather than a night shift. A few weeks ago, Human Resources asked for an updated medical note, which I provided. The medical note confirms that I'm still required to work this afternoon shift. In response, a company is now demanding that I agree to an independent medical examination to assess my need for accommodation. If I do not agree, I will be placed on unpaid suspension. Can they do this? Do I have to agree to it?
1: Literally the same situation we were talking about on the mm-hmm. week that was, and, and the answer yeah. is No, absolutely not. This company is getting it wrong. They don't get to decide that they don't believe the doctor. They don't get to decide. They don't have a say in that. They don't have an opinion. It doesn't matter. So they may think, you know what, maybe this doctor is wrong. Well, too bad, right? It doesn't matter. If if there's a doctor's note there, then the company has to comply with the doctor's note. And they're not allowed to say, well, you're going to be suspended in that situation. That's ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. clearly, this company is able to accommodate right? because they've been doing it for three years so they can't say now "Oh, we just lost the ability to accommodate you so they have to continue accommodating this individual until the doctor says the accommodation is not necessary anymore so no that's illegal and that person really needs to connect with me so we can uh, uh, get to helping her
0: all right let's get to us uh, steven online hey steven how are you i'm good how are you good what's going on with you tonight
1: okay
3: um... I work at a, a resort in the uh, Huntsville area. I live on site, staff accommodation. Um, we have a meal plan in the resort as well as a la carte dining. So mm. the, uh, we get tips on the meal plan as well. We can earn tips on the, uh, the price point on the a la carte dining. So we, we're waiting for some tips that we made on the a la carte dining. And it's been over 30 days. And also, um, I'm ready to leave because I've been offered another job and I want to move on. I'm a dining room server, by the way, mm-hmm. and I want to move on from this place. And I was was told that if I give my notice, that I'll probably be kicked off the property the same day. And I was warned that I may not get my money. And that includes a paycheck that I'm supposed to uh, get next week. So I'm, in a, uh, I'm a little okay. uh, ticked off to say the least.
1: So n- number one, it, it, it is likely that your employer will uh, quote-unquote kick you out uh, once you yeah. give your, your notice but in terms of paying you wh- what they owe you, you don't have to worry about. We have laws that protect you so much here that it would be inconceivable uh, I can help you with that With that, the the Ministry of Labor can help you the tips that they owe you as well as your, your regular pay they, there's no chance it can hold back even one penny so I would yeah. not worry about that at all it's not even conceivable now, the one thing, though, that you need to understand is that if you quit because they're not paying you as they're supposed to, they, they're withholding money that they're not allowed to withhold, that could be a constructive dismissal. So despite that, the fact that you may be quitting, they, they could owe you severance.
3: Well, there's, I've, I've been here four yeah. months. I came up on the promise that uh, yeah. uh, just uh, the staff accommodation and it's not that busy right now. And I've been offered a pretty good job somewhere else. And I'd just like to move on and, and move forward with my life and, and another employment situation. So I'm not really interested in, um, I don't know if the lack of a better term, excuse me, screwing anybody. I just want to um, get paid for what I've done. And there's other issues in the resort why I want to leave too. So it's just keep in mind, I'm not, I'm not the only one waiting for my money. There's others here, too, that are waiting quite even longer than I have. So it's just getting yeah. – and that's why I'm that, that, That's the,
1: completely illegal. Yeah. Completely illegal. I, so for, for for the money that's owed to you, Ministry of Labor, uh, one call from the Ministry of Labor, you see how fast, fast that check is, uh, is in your inbox, okay? Not even a question about that. Uh, but okay. to keep on, you said you don't want to screw someone over enforcing your rights that the law provides is never doing that right So if you ever yeah. want to consider a constructive dismissal uh, happy yeah. to connect with you and chat about it
3: okay well'm I'm, I'm ready to just to leave because I've been offered a pretty good job and it's an, it's an immediate start so um, I'm fairly good at what I do man I've been doing it for a while and I just just want to move forward and uh, and and look not yet yeah. behind me kind of thing so and is that is that part of me is that including the gratuities on the credit cards that were owed? Because that's Absolutely,
1: a hundred percent.
3: That's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for <laughs> gratuities, and so I've been waiting. It's thirty-one days now, and others have been waiting longer than I, and they're ready to leave too. So, and I don't, I don't mean to. I don't. I'm not trying to make a soap opera and drama here. It's just a rather serious situation when it comes to the finances.
1: Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. So, Ministry of Labor is the place you call for that. They'll help you out right away.
0: And Stephen, any other uh, questions you have, or have that constructive dismissal chat you want to continue? That no problem. 1-855-821-5900, But here and now, hey Tony, good evening. How are you? Good. How about you guys? Good, brother. What's going on?
4: Okay, so we have we have a company, um, a Canadian company in Ontario that was purchased by an American company. Um, so the the uh, the executive team that uh, decided to purchase our company has now been since um, removed by the private equity firm, and another team of uh, you know another CEO came in and uh, got all of his own team, and um, he's considered a, a fixer. Uh, they put you know someone comes in and fixes finances, right? So this this new team um, doesn't like having the Canadian operation doesn't really like the, 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 you know, what we do. Uh, we're, we're very, we're very profitable. So don't understand why they wouldn't want us. Maybe because of all the red tape of an American company, or a Canadian company. who knows, uh, not my, uh, I can't understand it, but what they are doing right now is they're removing people and choking off the extra Customer service, anything to maximize the the, the profits, and it's a, it's an un- understandable strategy where you like they they couldn't get rid of us and get the money back that they originally purchased because um, we know that they've tried that on the open market and then and, and it just didn't fly. I guess you know market two years ago versus today, three years ago actually today is very. Different. Tony,
1: what's what's the question, Tony? Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. So the question is, is that they're they're. Removing people, they're they're making it so that they're maximizing the profits, and they're getting they're they're removing more and more people to the point where they're not really caring about adding clients. They're just trying to get the profits, and at some point it'll it'll sunset the company. you know what I mean? Like, it's no, I don't. Are you saying they're now.
1: letting people go?
4: Yeah, they're letting people go. That that okay. You know, they'll, they'll they'll give they're giving them severance, but yeah. What it looks like is that they're they're closing off the company and they're keeping all the people that are, are have got many years of experience. They're trying to cut cut back on the people that don't have the uh, you know the many years of experience, like you know people under three or four years. And they so so Tony, off. listen. But, at
1: the end of the day, th- the company can do whatever it wants as long as the people that lose their job get severance. And again, chances are, by the way, that especially with an American company, that the severance that they're offering individuals is much less than what the people are actually owed. I've seen this hundreds of times over the years. So just because the company's offering severance doesn't mean that it's the severance that they actually owed. It could be a lot more than that. But ultimately, whether or not they're causing a situation where there's not going to be any business or they're flat out letting people go, if someone loses their job, they're owed severance. Why, why right. the company chooses to do that, if it's a good decision or a bad decision, ultimately it's a decision they can make as long as people get paid severance. The other thing is if as a result of restructuring someone's pay gets cut or hours get cut, that's a constructive dismissal which would allow them to get severance. But short of that, the company can ultimately do whatever it needs to do. So at some point
4: where you know they, the business is not viable anymore, and there's, like, literally, you know, like, there's not enough clients or there's, you know, it's it's kind of gotten down to where they're in the negative. And there's no money to pay anybody out if they close the Canadian operation. Hmm. Is there any recourse to the Americans? Uh, the American Absolutely.
1: Side? 100%. The American company would be liable. There's no way to avoid uh, Canadian oh, laws okay. by kind of taking money out of the company in that way. So there's no concern there that they're absolutely we're going to be uh, the have the obligation to pay and it's going to be enforceable here through our legal process here. So that's not something you need to worry about.
0: Tony appreciate the call brother got to move on. Vern thank you for hanging on. How are you? Hi how you doing? Good what's on your mind?
5: Well, I, I called you a couple of weeks ago about my wife's uh, work, she was on sh- long-term disability and they contacted her saying it was frustrated oh, and right. they, they just sent a letter with uh, ending her contract with uh, eight-week severance. She's been there
1: about nine years. Okay, and how long has she been off on disability? Uh, probably two and a half, three years. And is her doctor saying that it's not likely that she can go back?
5: Is is the term imminent, maybe, I think? Like, there's no imminent time of return?
1: Okay, but but is the doctor saying that she may be able to return at some point? No, I don't think so. Okay, okay. And big company or small company, Vern? Uh, Small company. So... It, it does sound like a frustration of contract situation given the fact that she's not likely going to be able to come back to work. So yeah. they would owe her, only owe her eight weeks in that situation. If it was, right, eh? if the doctor was leaving the door open or coming back to work, she could be owed 12 months of severance. But in, in, if, if it's a frustration of contract, which it sounds like, then eight weeks, unfortunately, is all that she's going to have to be, get paid here by her employer, not more than that
5: now now if the doctor said it it could be like i'm not sure exactly what the doctor and uh the company like what what they said like so i'm not sure if they said like maybe in the future like a year or if the
1: doctor the doctor left the door open to say that there is a possibility that at some point she can return then and, and if you can get a note like that okay then yeah, then, then you, you may well, or your wife may well be owed a lot more, like I said, right around 12 months uh, of severance potentially, but you need mm-hmm. that from doctor. If the doctor is saying, yeah, no, that, that chapter is closed, then unfortunately the company is right. It's a frustration of contract. Yeah. If yeah. you're able to get that doctor's note, if you are, I want your yeah. wife to call me at the office as soon as possible and I'll I'll, I'll get you uh, that number in a second, but you have to have that doctor's note. Without that oh. doctor's note, then there's not going to be anything possible here. Okay. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Fern. I'll give you the number uh, right now. As Lior mentioned, one 855 821 help at employmentlawyer.ca. And that's where we're going to go. Grab another email with our remaining time here. Devers' guy has been uh, employed for about 19 years with the same chain of stores. I've moved all several different locations across the GTA and Hamilton when I was terminated, they said I only get three weeks because I spent the last three years at one of our stores in Toronto. Is this fair? I spent almost 20 years working for the business and feel that uh, this might not be enough.
1: Well, it, it's not. And actually, have seen situations like this before. Uh, you know, you, you're working for different stores and uh, all of a sudden you let go and the store says, well, you've only worked for this store for three years, so we're going to pay you for sevens for three years. But what about all the other years? Well, if the company, someone else, told you to move from store to store, it wasn't that you quit and applied for another job, the company told you to move, well, then you have seniority throughout those moves. Your seniority doesn't go away. So in this case, she's a 20-year employee or whatever it is, so she could be owed as much as 18, 20, even 24 months of severance. So a lot more than, than you know what you would get if she was only a three-year employee. So you don't lose seniority if you change locations based on the company's request, it doesn't work that way. Uh, it's it's a, They're trying to avoid paying her a full severance, so happy to help her to make sure that they don't get away with it.
0: Let's get to Brian quickly. He says, guys, employer has been adding some roles to my regular duties against my wishes. Some are small. Others are more significant. I've asked for a raise to reflect these changes, but my request was shot down without discussion. Done. Do I have an argument to claim constructive dismissal?
1: So, yeah, I would need to know, obviously, what has been changed, how much more uh, responsibility is he getting, how does this impact especially his work hours. In other words, is he now going to have to work more, how much more uh, to get the job done. If it's just one of those things where – he's just now busier than ever, it may not necessarily be a constructive dismissal, but if now he has to work longer days, it absolutely can be. An employer can't just tell you, now you have to work more hours to get these new responsibilities done. That's not what you signed up for. So, yeah, that could absolutely be a constructive dismissal, but the devil, of course, is always in the details.
0: And that is where we leave it for tonight. Back in tomorrow, again, at 6.30, join us at that point. Make your phone call and get some answers. In the meantime, it's help at employmentlawyer.ca through email, one 821 5900 And that website, use it. Go there directly, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Back with another edition of the Employment Law Show tomorrow night, Thursday at 6.30. Enjoy your night.